I don't like that bitch. <laughs> she wouldn't get out. She was rude to me when I wanted water. This bitch is going down. <laughs> That's fair. All right, you plant some uh, false evidence. Uh, no, you you just plant it. <laughs> Becky. I'll what? say that I was turning around to get the phone. And when you said you want to do a little bit more investigation work in yes. here, you've already examined the trailer. Would the next logical step to be to examine Paul's body himself? Yes. Okay. I think this will be a good time for you to do a meddling move. And depending on how well you roll, you might figure out that some evidence was not there from before. Maybe recently planted. So... With a metal and roll, describe how you search it. At first, I was trying to determine the exact cause of death because it doesn't seem to be incredibly clear. I mean, his face is covered in flowers, so maybe he got drowned in flowers. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then probably examine the, the method of tying his hands behind his back. Hmm. So. Okay. Sounds good. Let's have you do metal. Try to check out. What stat is that? Uh, most likely reason, but you can argue for something else. 11. Ooh, okay. So that is just a normal success uh, with no complications at all. You find a clue. I'll tell you what it is, but you also find the lock of hair. But you saw from the corner of your eye, you felt like uh, Chrissy over here put something down and you were able to decipher quickly the real piece of evidence or not, and you know that your friend over here be planting evidence. But the one that is not the lock of hair, the fake piece of evidence, you find by examining him, you find um, right down at the bottom of, right underneath him, you see a, uh, a bacon sheet, cookies sprawling over everywhere. Also, there's a cookie with a bite out of it. Examining the cookie sheet and doing a quick taste test, you think that the bacon sheet has rat poison on it. That wasn't me this time. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Meddler of ingredients. Mrs. Meddler. Mrs. Thank Meddler. You. Yeah, that's true. Chrissy. After that, you have this very important information you just figured out. We also find the lock of hair. Are you upset or disappointed or do you not care about this evidence that's been planted christy mm -hmm. <laughs> we're supposed to solve the murder i am darling <laughs> you know she did it <coughs> not for sure darling although darling did i you must see... admit she was wearing leopard print <laughs> she was wearing leopard print but and she I didn't pulled get. It off. Surely, you can imagine that she must have had some other motive to want her husband dead. Right. I didn't get to that yet. I found a text message that said that they loved Mr. Rivera. Okay. So, text message, mm -hmm. leopard print, mm. lock of hair. It all adds up. But you. Darling, but it you all adds up. The darling, lock of hair. darling, it, darling. She's number one suspect let's, on my list. Darling, let's go have a, let's go have a hot chocolate. I think I need to consult the tarot cards. Let's <laughs> let's have ourselves a hot chocolate. Talk to Mavis. Let's go spy on his wife. Yes. You know, there's something I think is going on with her, but I can't quite place my finger on it. Well, she's a cold bitch. Yes, but... Uh, and she wears leopard print. She didn't seem too upset that he was dead when I visited her trailer. No. She was more upset that uh, she was being inconvenienced. After that, you guys were able to get as much information as you guys find from the trailer, from what you believe. You guys discuss the game plan and go out back onto the set. And you run into Mavis, who just finished interrogating poor little Derek, an intern who's not making money on this project. You guys bump into each other. You guys discuss information. Now you guys can discuss the next game plan. I think we need to interview that young girl that got all upset. I say we interview non-Cabot Covian. 
Non what? Kevikovian. What is the name of our town? Kevikov. Oh. Oh, you're referring to Murder, She Wrote. It's Brindlewood Bay. Brindlewood Bay. The non-Brindlewood Brian. Brian. Brindlewood Bray. You are referred to Scott Lamb, the contestant who is clearly not from Brindlewood Bay. Yes. I say we interview him. Well, definitely you guys can split up and do a little investigation work. So, Travis, (coughs) Mavis, do you want to go talk to... Uh, Scott Lamb. Yes. yes and do. do you want, and uh, Becky, where does Birdie want to go or talk to? Do you want to talk to, you're referring to Melanie Blair, the contestant who left up in arms because her pie was not up to form and a little too spicy? Yes. Someone might have cheated on that. I won't <laughs> say who. <laughs> point fingers. And Christy, these guys split off. Do you go with one of them, or do you want to go talk to someone else, or go somewhere else? Um, I'm going to go talk to the other judges, I guess. Sure. At this <laughs> point, still alive. Okay. Sounds good. You're gonna go follow Jane Leaf, the last judge. All right, Travis. I was excited to see where you're gonna go with this. You go find Scott Lamb, the contestant. He's sitting off to the side. Very just focused on the next task at hand in his head. You can clearly see that he's just focused on like the possible outcomes of the different kind of desserts he might be asked to perform. He's thinking about the possible kinds of desserts he will make in the best version of each kind of outcome. You go over to him. Your idol was just murdered. You seem so unaffected by this. Why? No, I I am focused on the task here, but uh, yeah, admittedly, me and Paul have had a a checkered pass, but even with that aside, yeah, I but he am, critiques you so much. Why do you love him? I don't, I don't, I don't love him. Um, Sorry, you, respect, indul, whatever you want to call it, you British. I, <laughs> I will not say what, what are you going to say, ma'am? You Brindlewood Bay hick. <gasps> he goes, listen, just because the studio is paying for me to have an apartment here just so that I can officially be a member of Brindlewood Bay does not make me any less a member of Brindlewood Bay. But you live in the slums. You live You live in the, the lower... Yeah, that's just because I'm just here for the show at this moment. They wanted to bring. They could me have back. spent more money on that. They could have. They could have given you the spotlight. <sighs> they are giving me the spotlight. I'm here, but you're gonna lose to us. Yes, True, but that's not the to... point. They want me here to. They want me to have another confrontation again with Paul. And now that he's gone, it, nothing matters. I thought either our differences would be resolved, or. Or at least it would be good for the cameras if we had... Ugh. But it's not going to work out either way. And but he if starts you breaking down. if you didn't want confrontation, why did you go see him? In his private trailer. I wanted alone. an autograph from him. He's That's an excuse. Idol. He, no, You've I want, seen him so many times. You could have gotten, you could have gotten that... Uh, whatever that's called. Signature... <laughs> Any other time of the year. You literally live in Britain. <laughs> he goes, okay, yeah, well, I want to have an actual conversation with him. And maybe Why? he was going to give what me was, advice. But he didn't give you advice. He gave it to, crap, I forgot everyone's name. <laughs> okay, with that, I think you are meddling, Travis. Let's have you roll a meddling roll. Uh, you don't need to tell me how you're doing so. You're just interrogating him. So tell me what role you would like to roll and then do so. Then you might be able to pry some information out of him. I can keep my composure. He cannot. That's true. I'm fine with composure. Eight. And eight. Okay. Success with a complication, I believe. The complication is going to be you are going to get information out of him. He's not going to tell you. Uh, he's going to give you the information, but you're going to be so fed up with him after this. And also maybe because you've had a little bit too much of your own pie yourself that you are going to be having the condition of having one too many. 
I've always now, had one too many. A condition that has now imposed disadvantage on future roles until you lose that condition. Because after your conversation with him, not only are you a little tipsy, you go off and get another drink because you're like, oh my god, that no. British fuck was so annoying to deal with. I could never get another drink. I always have another slice of pie. Ah, it's true. You over and have another slice of pie or two. Oh, it's about those one, two, Dude, many, this is my third drinks. one. <laughs> Let's be real. Like... I'm pretty trash at this point. <laughs> That's fair. Just a bit of a rainy. Well, he tells you, he goes, fine. Three, fine. three slices of British pie is too money for me. He goes, oh, okay, fine. In referring to what you were asking about me, want to go ask why I went to his trailer. It wasn't for an autograph. I know that much. Okay, fine. The only thing I'm going to say is that in the future... It's very important to blind bake your pie crust so you don't have a soggy bottom. Because believe me, Paul likes a neat, firm, uncomplicated bottom. Like yours? And then he runs off, upset and crying. I check out his bottom while he runs away. You check out what? I check out his bottom. Uh, He's got a neat bottom. Very tidy? Yeah, I would say it's pretty tidy. Not saggy or... No. Nice and tight. I would say it's pretty tight. Okay, I understand It's now. not full tight, but yeah, it's it's not soggy. It's very firm. Okay. <laughs> he could yes. do more squats. Yeah. yeah. You can tell he works out, though. We could all do more squats. Yeah, we could all do more squats. Well, I did a lot of squats today. Looks like you, you could uh, crack a I walnut. I always do. Oh, your character. Yeah. I didn't know if you were talking out of character or not. No. No, this is a game, Austin. <laughs> My character does a lot of squats as well as running. I think Travis also spends a lot of time out of game <laughs> doing squats. Doing doing squats. squats. <laughs> Gotta have those nice firm buttocks. Yeah. <laughs> the uncomplicated bottom. So, Birdie, you go over and you find Melanie. Mm-hmm. You find her to the side, clearly pissed off, going back and forth. You go over to her and what do you say? Well... What are you what are you all so angry about? She goes, someone spiked my pie. I did not put that much spice into it. It was way too much. And I think when I was going to grab ingredients, someone scooped a couple uh, spoonfuls in it and messed me up on purpose. There's someone here who's not who they say they are. Not a real contestant, but a fraud. There, there's Look, also a murderer here. I only put a lot of spice in my own pie. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Sorry, and seasoning. Seasoning. She goes, Do you know who did it? No, I'm trying to figure out who did it. Oh, no, I'm not talking about the murder. I'm talking about my pie. Melanie, a man is dead. A man you claimed ruined your whole family's lives. <sighs> yes, I know. Moments in context, before. In context, it does look bad. But <clears throat> the only thing I was referring to that was that my I grew up as a baker. That's the only thing I've ever known. And my family lost their bakery because Paul moved one of his franchise spots in and took it over. And they had to shut down. We couldn't compete with their pricing. Could have worked for I'm sorry. (laughs) She goes, but I was committed to coming here and be the best baker I could. Because I do believe I'm the best one in this whole town. Better than anyone here. And now, I think he's trying to get revenge. I think he's the one who claimed that I had over spice it i i think i made the best pie i could and i think they're lying to force me off and embarrass me fervor melanie melanie he's dead now i'm not gonna say good riddance but good riddance i mean it sounds like you've got a lot of motive i'm 23 i just left up the Bacon Academy, is that what they call Baker School? The Baking Academy? Yeah, is that what it's called? That's Culinary what... School. No, 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 no. She definitely went to Baking Academy. <laughs> <laughs> we all did. Hogwarts School of Baking Academy. I just left the Bacon Academy. <laughs> I couldn't be up to murdering someone, especially if I want to be a baker. Why would I murder the world's most famous chef? Hmm. Because he, because he accidentally drove you out of business. My family, but I'm not my family. I'm gonna make my own, 
my own legacy. With rat poison cookies, perhaps? She looks at you and goes, what are you talking about? Gold meddling. I got a seven, but I don't know what bonus I'm using. It'll be an eight anyway. So the complication is that you're not able to get all the information out of her. In fact, she doesn't say anything else to you. She just storms off, don't want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Very dramatic, this young girl. She's very but dramatic. you believe that she does not recognize you talking about the fact about rat poison. Not necessarily that she wasn't involved in this crime, but you don't think that there's any recognition behind rat poison. So you don't think she had anything to do with that. But she did make cookies, which is suspicious. Maybe, maybe not. But what you do She's find suspicious. that's interesting is that you see your good friend over here, Christy. You see something is sticking out of the back of her on the bottom of her shoes. You look over and you see that accidental or not, Christy here accidentally stepped on something. And you, what, what do you do? Christy, Christy, mm-hmm. what's on your shoe? Mm-hmm. Oh, these, these are, uh, what's a, what's a fancy shoe company? Gucci. These, Louis these, Vuitton. Does Louis Vuitton, they're, uh, do they make shoes? Sorry, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know shoes. I don't, I don't make enough money to afford whatever those are. These are Gucci, darling. Yeah, you, you have something on them. No, no, darling. I, I assure you, these are uh, the latest season's fashion. I go over and I take the thing off of her you shoe. You pull out the next clue. Your guys' third clue that you have found. You weren't able to get that much information on Melanie, but he did find something else. You're not sure where he picked it up from. She. But you're right, she. You don't know where she picked it up from, but on the bottom of her shoe, you pick out two tickets to Hawaii. Hmm. Two plane tickets going to Hawaii for what looks like to be a two-week-long vacation. Not sure where she picked up from. Who, for all we know, it could be Christie's. Maybe she's taking you to Hawaii. I've never seen these before in my life, darling. But the uh, the only two places I've been are Paul's dressing room and his wife's trailer. That could have picked him up from one of them. And you went to the dressing room before I did. And you looked for clues there before I came in and uh, found the hair on the corpse. Um, did, did you right. see any plane tickets in the dressing room? No. Well, as far as I'm concerned, that leaves only one option. It could be that she was planning a trip, a getaway trip. Darling. Do I have to remind you about the leopard print? <laughs> oh, we should go snoop around her trailer. It's too bad so we never checked their own shoes. <laughs> it's a little hard for her to see. Brad, where are you going? Um, I'm going to go. What's the area around the what's the, what's the town we're in like? Where's the town that you guys are in? Yeah. Uh, right now, you guys are on a cliffside on a nice open, like, uh, green area off a cliffside, very close to ocean to get that ocean atmosphere. Probably like a half mile away from the town. Okay. A small coastal town. Is there a bar nearby? A bar? Uh, yeah. They set up a bar inside the judge's tent, actually, for contestants and the judges to use between... Um, recording. I'm going to go to the bar and have a couple drinks and see what I hear. I'm tired of all this running around and investigating. You just want to sit down and get a nice drink. Mm -hmm. Sure. Let's have you do a meddling roll and you might be able to learn some information by doing so. What did you roll, Mrs. Christie? I rolled a nine. A nine. Okay. Would you like to keep that or push that to a total success? I'll push it to a total success. Oh, okay. Uh, what kind of crown would you like to put on? Uh, crown of the queen. Okay. And which one would you like to put on? 
a scene in the present day showing how you satisfy your physical desires. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. So for the audience, anytime someone here wants to push their role to a better one, they can put on the crown of the queen or the void. And just as long as before the end of the game, you want to dictate a flashback scene. In this case, you satisfying your physical needs. So just remember at some point before the end of the game, you need to do a little flashback scene. Mm-hmm. With that, we push it to a total success. You listen at the bar to try to find some good information. So I'm gonna I'm gonna squeeze in to a seat next to uh, one of the younger men that I recognize that I uh, may have had a fling with. <laughs> On set, no remorse. So which because I have like multiple people. This could be yes, <laughs> just two way people. Pick All right. one. All right, sure. Roll the dice. <laughs> They've probably all been with her. Okay. So you sit near the presenters. Sue Mellon, the comedian that joined the show as a presenter, and Timothy Bush, the other presenter. You learn about Timothy. He doesn't know the first thing about Bacon in that he feels very lucky to have stumbled upon this gig. You also learn that with Sue, she has been a very successful comedian in the UK, but she took this presenter job when her comedy career started to flatline. And you hear that she mentions that she is secretly jealous, or she was secretly jealous, of Paul, who is the breakout star of the Jolly Good Bacon Show. You also hear a good tidbit information about one of her suspect of your choice. Um, let's see. So I heard about the failed comedian. And who is the other one? Uh, Timothy Booth, who's our presenter, the gothy looking one. Is he the guy with the bow tie? No. no. Bow tie is Scott Lamb, the contestant. I'm going to hear about the, the other contestant. Okay. <coughs> you hear, and this is something they just tell you straight up. They tell you straight up that Scott was a contestant on the Jolly Good Bacon Show three years ago. He famously went home after an explosive on-camera argument with Paul about a pan of overbaked muffins. Many viewers, though, however, believe there is more to the story than that. In a bit of stunt casting, they tell you that they think that the show's producer, Heath Hendricks invited Scott on to participate in this special episode, going as far to rent him an apartment in town so he can technically be said to live in Brindlewood Bay, hoping to have maybe another explosive meetup between him and Paul, or maybe to fervor the rumor's fervor. How explosive was it? It was explosive. They were definitely <coughs> boinking. Oh, yes. He had now, a nice firm buttock. Mm-hmm. Going over to you guys. Becky, where is Birdie going next? I I really feel like we should try to like investigate the wife's trailer while she's not there. You could. Do you want to go there? Yeah. You go there and you do find that her trailer is unguarded and knocking. She does not appear to be inside. I was going to say, I have skills to probably like pick any lock if I have to. Sure. <laughs> Well, that can be part of the meddling role if you want. So have meddling role and breaking in and searching the place will be part of it. The only thing I ask you to describe is what are you looking for? I am looking for evidence of an affair on her part. On her part? Okay. Sure. She might have even just found out that he he was having an affair. Yes. That's what I'm trying trying to see if it goes both ways. I think they were a marriage of convenience. Easily. I don't know. Women who wear leopard print are passionate, if not crazy. That's true. But they're also convenient. Conveniently crazy. I rolled a 10. A 10. Okay. Very good. That is a normal success uh, with no consequences added onto it. You break in. How were you able to go into this a locked off trailer, do you think? So I was able to um, push open one of the windows in the back of the trailer that nobody saw. It was just like barely, barely left open a little bit, and I was able to just swoop and sneak in. Okay. I climb trees a lot, so, you know, climbing into a trailer. No big deal. No big deal. Pop it in, you search around. 
things appear to not be entirely out of the ordinary, but you do find one thing that is a little bit odd. Searching through their sides, they have two sides. This trailer's been split off into Paul's side and Donna's side. Is that her name? Yeah, it's Donna. But he got his own trailer. <laughs> On one side, you go through his stuff, and you don't really find anything that's out of sorts and unordinary. He keeps his privates um, at the surface le- level. First drawer of one of his nightstands, open it. It's where he keeps his condoms. You search through her stuff, though. Everything seems to be normal, but if you go to the very, very back, hidden, like purposely hidden away, um, where like only you think that she would be able to find it, and it took you like 15 minutes to find this, you find a ball gag, handcuffs, and a riding crop. Yikes. Bringing us our, I believe, fourth clue. Her and Christine will get along very well. Maybe that's why we don't get along. We're both ah, <laughs> too good. dominating. I see. <clears throat> you, you take this information. Do you keep the stuff where it was or take it with you? Keep it where it was. Okay. <laughs> you leave the trailer. What does Birdie think about this? Maybe you just went into her private stuff or maybe there was something more to it. What's your thoughts as you're leaving the trailer and trying to find your friends? Christy's right. I have to tell Christy. Christy's right. That woman in that leopard suit. The mm 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 mm. Travis, otherwise known as Mavis. When these two left off and went to go do their own thing, where were you going? Uh, I was. I was going to go talk to our, what is potentially our former contestant. Melanie? Melanie. Okay. You find her. She sees you coming and goes, great, another one. Are you going to ridicule me too? Is it just because I'm, I'm younger than everyone here? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, hon. I, I was going to inform you of who, who tampered with your pie. So but, that actually happened? Someone tampered with my pie? Tell but, me. But if you're here, just to assume I'm going to ridicule you. I no, guess I no, can no, leave. no, please don't. Please tell me. And I'm going to hashtag cancel them. Please tell me who it was. <sighs> Look, hon. She's long past hashtag canceled. <laughs> just tell. She falls to her knees. Please, ma'am, please tell me. Be wary of the ones closest to you. And she looks around and goes, but no one's close to me. Everyone seems to stay their distance from me. Be wary of those closest to your booth. And she looks around and goes, oh, I know a couple suspects. It was either that Scott or that other hag. I'm sorry, ma'am. This is all I can say. (laughs) I can't reveal too much. For obvious reasons, I can't reveal too much. I'm sorry. Why are you telling me this? Because I want your help. With what? I, I'm, I'm going to lose this either way. Uh, no, you can save this if you make your absolute best dessert in the world. Oh, I'm going to. You can save this. I'm going to. Now, I need your help. Just tell me. I want to know. And this is nothing to do with the baking. I don't care about I'm not here to win the baking. I want to know who had the most reason to kill that young man with the untaped buttocks. Scott? Wait, wait. Scott? So yeah, tra- he is very tight buttocks. He's not dead. He has very tight buttocks. The untight. The judge. Oh, Paul. Oh, wait. wait. Oh, I never looked at his buttocks that much, I guess. Who had the most motive to kill him? I heard in the news, in the tabloids, him and his wife didn't have the best relationship. Like, they seem to have, yeah, like, an on-off we relationship. All, we, sorry, we all know that theirs is a marriage of convenience. Like, no one cares. Uh, yeah, uh, that's true, I guess. Um, I guess oh, sorry, I guess I'll, I'll ask pro- this another way. Who would be the most likely to bake cookies with him? To bake cookies with him? 
or to taste his his cookies. Are you real are you, cookies? Is this an innuendo? Real cookies. Ma'am? <laughs> um, who would he trust the most to give their honest opinion about his cookies? Oh. Is 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 baked goods? I should say because cookies just sound dirty. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I, I, I don't know. I guess he. I guess. I guess Jane. But wouldn't it not be his lover? I'm not sure if I would call them lovers, but yeah, I guess Donna and him. Like, I guess he would trust his wife, right? I don't know. I feel like the chemistry between him and Jane was better, in my opinion. But maybe it's just because okay. I like to ship people together. You're definitely shipping a lot of people here. <laughs> oh, believe me. I've, I've already shipped you. I've shipped you and, uh, what's her name? Uh, the, the hag you were talking about. Christy, I think her name was. What <laughs> she ships with anybody? <laughs> that ain't saying much. <laughs> She'll ship with you, if, to be honest. The, uh, the ship has sailed. We'll sail again. Sail to the sheriff. So that's, that's all you're here to do is just make romances in your head and bake goods. Uh, yeah. Wow. And with that, ding, ding, ding. You're far more useless, I thought. The competition is returning with a second final round of... A cake. With this part of the competition, we're not going to be asking you guys of who has the best. Uh, did you guys do a good job or bad job or whatever? You guys are all proficient bakers. How this is going to work, ladies and gentlemen, is that on your cellular devices, find a picture of the cake your character is going to make. And you have the next uh, two or three minutes to look for one. And then after that, you're going to be presented to me. I'll be... a I'll be acting as Jane Leaf, the judge, uh, the 80-year-old judge who's now taken over as the sole judge on this competition. At this point, Melanie has, she's been screwed out of this competition, unfairly or not. Scott Lamb is distressed. He's not able to conjure up any uh, ingredients that is going to qualify for a decent dessert. It really comes down to you guys. Whoever presents me what I consider my favorite piece of cake, what I think would win, is be a person to be walking away with $10,000. Maybe that matters to your characters, or maybe not. Go to your phones. You have the next two minutes to try to decipher this. Okay, I like that cake. That looks pretty good. Look at all those layers. It is a lot of layers. <laughs> Becky took a quick look over. <laughs> I was curious about what the Mavis, cake Mavis, you're not like. going to look for a cake? I don't have my phone on me. Do you want to use one of their phones? Hold on. You can get an extra two minutes or whatever. Brad is done, so he can give you your phone. Is that what you would rather do? No, that's for Mavis. <laughs> <laughs> Mavis hasn't chosen. Mavis definitely hasn't chosen. <laughs> no, I'll pick something good for Mavis. <coughs> I already have something in mind. <laughs> Too bad you don't have a phone. <laughs> Austin, give me your fucking phone. Check out this cake. Ooh. The layers go vertical instead I was of say, horizontal. That's like a sideways cake. Oh, I've made one of those before. Is this your final choice, Becky? Mm-hmm. Okay. I see uh, the baker, otherwise known as Birdie's, trying to tempt me with not my character's favorite cake, <laughs> but myself's favorite cake. Is it cheating or just smart gameplay? What is it? It's the ultimate fresh strawberry cake. Mavis's cake. Is a tiramisu mixed berry truffle cape cup. Trifle. Trifle cups. <laughs> the four locos starting to hit. All right, here comes my cake. Okay. It's not really a cake, but you know, close enough. I put it in the. You're Mavis, Facebook you don't play by the rules. Oh. <clears throat> also, there's probably way more bougie stuff in there than there should be. Okay. Sounds good. I want to see Mavis's cake. So, the competition, you guys are getting close to the finale. Before we get to the judges announcing the victor, all of you guys have a chance to do a little bit more snooping between the bake-off. Of course, you can't go too far as you guys are baking, but you might be able to do a little bit of snooping barely off the set or at least talking over people. Let's go around starting... um, 
we don't have to do your turn yet, but tell me what kind of information you might be looking for or what you might spend your turn yeah. doing. If you can't think of anything, you just spend your turn just focus on bacon. I go to the fridge and I want to see what people are picking out for ingredients. Or I hang around the fridge, but I want to see what people are picking out for ingredients, in particularly the two other contestants besides us. Okay, sounds good. Uh, both of them seem to be going for fruit cakes. Um, well, that's just cheating. Scott Lamb is going for lemon, and the other one, she is going for a strawberry cake. Although the cake she's making doesn't seem to be as good as Birdie's strawberry cake that she's making. But yeah, they're both going for mostly fruit based cakes. Birdie, what kind of information might you want to go for? I think it's time to talk to the producer. You step off scene for a second, you finish your cake early. That's just how good of a baker you are. You I'm finish very early. familiar with this cake. You find him, Heath Hendricks, arms folded together, looking <laughs> off, kind of examining everything, kind of focused on everything, uh, focused on how to make this the most profitable and best received show he can possibly make. You go over to him. Yes? I was wondering if we could uh, discuss some of the people around uh around paul oh yes the cops yeah they put you in charge yeah okay what exactly are you asking paul was he or was he not having an affair with mr lamb <sighs> yes but we can't reveal that i'm not going to confirm that cuz it wouldn't but you do just great confirmed it I'm not confirming or denying. I'm just saying it's something that comes yes, in but, a lot. You said yes, but. You said yes, but. And then I poke him in the tummy You signed a to NWA <laughs> when you came into this competition. You say anything to the tabloids, you will get sued. I'm not trying to say anything to the tabloids. I'm trying to figure out who killed this man. <laughs> yes, we had the suspicion that him and Scott had a little bit of fling on their last show together, which resulted in their explosive breakup on camera. That's why I wanted to bring him back, because I thought I would be interested for the cameras, and now all I got is one less host. So you think So you think Scott did it? No. No, I don't. I don't think he was capable of doing so. We um, loved him, unfortunately. Who do you think did it? I, I don't know. I guess when you put it that way, yeah, I guess it would make sense. Scott and him did have that breakup on camera. So, yeah, okay, maybe you're right. Maybe it would be Scott if I'm going to put the blame on someone. Do you know if Paul was planning on going to Hawaii? To Paul, Hawaii? No. Uh, Paul, he actually, from a number of my conversations with him, he preferred cold areas. Mm. He would, <laughs> no, he would not. That's why, no, he would not go to Hawaii. What about Donna? Um, Donna, well, she would, she would go anywhere. But yeah, she liked warm spots. Yeah. Do you know if anybody was planning a trip to Hawaii? Roll meddling. It's either a seven or an eight. Okay, sounds good. So he says, no, but I do have on my record sheet, uh, some employees are taking vacation breaks, but... Uh, there's a bunch of them, so, like, and they don't tell me exactly, not all of them tell me where they're going. So, some are taking a couple of weeks off, or, I think so, a couple of weeks off, mostly a couple of days, some of the long weekend. Who's taking two weeks off? Buck. Buck. Anyone else? Uh, no, I, no, I think, uh, no, just Buck. Interesting. Yeah, Why? I have to go talk to Buck. All right. You go find uh, Buck, who you go over to him, and he says what? You want to do a cutaway interview now? No, 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 no. Who's going to Hawaii with you? What? Who's going to Hawaii with you? Oh, oh I see. Here, come around back. Okay. You follow him around back, and he brings you to the cliffside. and goes, all right, I'll tell you what you need to know, but... Just come with me. I want to be out of earshot of the camera. Oh, I'm not going near the cliff. And he pulls out a gun. And he says, yes, you are. Very calmly. I, th I think we just need to really center ourselves. And 
find some composure. And then I take my yoga mat off my back and I just smack him in the head. With <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, roll, that's going to be most likely vitality. Oh, good. I don't have a bonus. <laughs> no. <laughs> what do you got? I got a four. Okay. You take a swing at him and he clocks you on the side of the head. Yep. He's yep. going to drag you out, and he's going to throw you off the cliff, resulting in your death. He looks past. No one sees him as he pushes your character off as you fall down to the cliffs below, breaking your body on the rocks below. No one will hear of this. Everyone's but focused on the show ahead. Before that happens, though, as <laughs> he's... <laughs> trying to drag me to the side of the cliff. Can't I say a thing? What kind of thing would you like to do? This reminds me of something that happened to Amanda Delacourt. Oh, <laughs> okay. In one of her novels. In one of her novels. <laughs> Maybe we should actually, like you're unconscious. Maybe we should be the ones that say, hey, wait a second. Where did Bertie go? This reminds me of a thing that happened to Amanda Delacourt. So this is, they're using their once per game. This happened to Amanda Delacourt. The favorite protagonists are their favorite murder mystery novels. If you guys are going to do this, ladies and gentlemen, Travis and you, if this happened to Amanda Delacourt on one of the murder mystery novels, which murder mystery was this? Which of the gold crown mysteries was this? The gold crown mystery of murder at the lighthouse. Murder at the lighthouse. What was the problem or situation Amanda found herself in that's similar to what you mavens are experiencing now? Uh, she had gone off alone to investigate a lead and had been kidnapped. The sheriffs found her unconscious at the bottom of the lighthouse. And how did Amanda eventually overcome this problem or resolve the situation? She understood after being unconscious who the murderer was, who had knocked her out. Okay. When she came to, obviously. Yeah. And you creepy, guys, with this, crap. we'll get automatic 12 success on a roll. What kind of roll would this be? This would be for Birdie's roll of, I, I guess this would have to be our roll. I, I didn't understand how this worked. I thought this was each person would do it. Maybe we're making an insight roll to figure out where birdie's gone we're asking the other contestants like hey have you seen birdie and they're like no okay. she went off and we're like well where could she have gone and then we just kind of look at each other and we're like the cliffs the cliffs by the lighthouse you just guys like in the novel just like in the novel you guys go over to the cliffs who is it there not donna but buck the cameraman is dragging the right now unconscious body although she's in the verge of waking up of birdie to the cliffside and he's getting very close and you guys run over there and catch up with him it's too bad i can run faster than him <laughs> that's already been determined in this story yeah brad you're hoping it but you can't catch up to christy no, i just i just need to stop here that's and take a breather just mavis you've got this I got this. I can outrun two of them. Mavis, you run up and you catch... I don't know why I have to keep looking at his name. Buck, Buck. the cameraman, at the cliffside. And I say, this will not help you. Why? Why would you do this? He goes, uh, what, she you, what are you doing? You got to get back to the competition. I'm in the competition. You're competing to throw her off the cliff, and I want to help. Uh, they're about to end in a minute... I'm sure you didn't finish your recipe. You're going to fail if you don't get back there right now. You'll lose the competition. Want to bet? <laughs> Would you like to take that bet? And he goes, yes, you head back there right now. No, no, no. Would you like to take that bet? I haven't finished yet. No. <laughs> yes, I guess. You, you want to take that. You will he shake goes, my hand right here now. He goes, yes, and he lets down Birdie and goes over and shakes a hand with strong grip. I clobber him in the side of the head with my hoe. Your hoe? My gardening hoe. 
<laughs> oh, I thought you were going to swing Christy at him. <laughs> oh, but it made me boom. <laughs> Look, I got multiple hoes. It's okay. So. You clobbered him with your hoe, not Christy. Clink on the not side. Not my side hoe. My this, regular hoe. I think your Travis would be a vitality role of using pure strength. I ruled a eight. An eight, a partial success. Would you like to keep that, push that to a straight up success? You know what? We're going to push that with crown of the queen. Which one would you like to use? The science in the present day showing how you satisfy your physical desires. Nope, that one's been already picked by Brad. doesn't matter. No, it has to be different ones. When you put on the crown, mark and narrate any you wish. All right, fine. So, as we go to our final scene, as you go or clobber him on the side of the head, dropping him, the sheriff hugs it over, wheezing next to Chrissy, looking over, and he goes, Young man, young ma'am, so, do you guys just assault that young man over there? I'm gonna. Why? Well, yes, I did. Try. I'm like waking up from the ground. I'm like, he started it. <laughs> I assaulted him to his desires. Okay. Would you like to join? And I offer him the hoe. He does not know how to respond to. It. He looks over to Christy for confirmation. I'm gonna. Uh, I when he looks at me, I've snuck away. I'm nowhere to be seen. Okay. And as he goes over to arrest Buck for the crime of killing the world famous. You really uh, don't want him with a hoe. Chef. Uh, he goes, no, that's okay, ma'am. Goes over, handcuffs him, and leads him away. Wait. Yeah. Okay, so as soon as he's got him handcuffed, you all hear beep, 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 beep. <laughs> you see me driving over like a lunatic <laughs> on my scooter. Yes, the scooter. We incorporated that. And I <laughs> drive through, and you've got him handcuffed, and the sheriff's holding him. And I assume the sheriff's like waiting, yelling at me to stop or something. He is, yeah. Yeah, so, and then I just like drive right into him and push him off the cliff with the scooter. <laughs> the sheriff? No, the, the suspect. You want to kill this man? He's threatening my friends. I'm <laughs> not much of a threat anymore. It's self-defense. Well, I didn't know that when I left. <laughs> All right. So let's have one final roll out of you. And because this is one of your items, you have advantage, which means you roll three dice and choose the top two results. Uh, I've rolled a 10. A 10? All right. You get perfect success. Brad, you get to describe what you do to it. <laughs> so I like... I. Drive up and I hit him, and he goes flying. He's torn out of the sheriff's arms because the sheriff is leading him away. Goes tumbling down. His uh, his handcuffs snag on a rock, and he dislocates both his shoulders before the rock comes loose. And he falls and he hits his head and fall, keeps falling down the cliffs. <laughs> and I just come to a stop and I pull my little glasses up and I say, "I've still got it." <laughs> Brilliant. Good show, Christy. Good show. And I say, Bertie, are you okay? It's I'm okay. Right. I pat I'm her on the right. shoulder and I hold her still so she can't move anymore to keep her from hurting herself any farther. Sure. That makes sense. So, as the credits are about to begin to roll, we're going to go to our last scenes for all of you guys. And a final montage on my part. You guys return to the tent. And now it's by Jane Leaf as you guys return back to the tent. She announces the would-be winner of the best cake to be Christie's. But unfortunately, Christie was arrested by the police <laughs> for the, the, the murder of a man. And although she was going to be let go as the police in this town are very forgiven to the older ladies, especially since they help them out so much, it is enough for the cruel producer to kick her off the show to add a little bit more drama to it. So they give it to the second place person, which is... A close competition. Birdie. Given a little bit of an edge also because your main hobby is bacon, it goes to you and you were able to take home the $10,000 prize. 
we're going to go into our last scenes between gonna, you guys. Going to use it to post bail. For <laughs> you might have to. <laughs> you never did ask what you were going to do with the money. Well, we're about to find out. The new cameraman, now upgrade from intern to main cameraman, Derek. He comes over and goes, all right, we got the camera on you. Everyone, we're rolling. So tell us how you feel and what are you going to do with the money? I feel woozy. But I think I'm going to use this money to bail out my very good friend, Christy Agatha, and then take my two best friends on a lovely murder mystery boat cruise. Oh, that's good. That's a wrap, everyone. Good work. And we go to Travis and Brad's final scene. Remember, guys, and this is part of an error on my part. I should have told you guys that the end of this game was coming to give you guys more time to give a flashback. But you guys owe me a flashback. And no better time to end the game with you guys both giving us a flashback of you guys uh, satisfying your physical desires, which does not have to be sexually related. Well, I'm uh, in the holding, or I'm in the, uh, I'm at the police station, and they've just searched me for contraband, and I inform them they may have missed something and they should search me again. Uh, they continue searching, going, nope. And the episode is going to be ended well soon. With while the credits roll, we just hear the of Christy. Many parents will be right into the show to wonder why did you end an episode like that? That was too much for a good Christian murder mystery show. Travis, what is your final scene? Knowing that you have to do the flashback that you promised us. I flash back to the scene at the very beginning of this episode where I outran the cameraman. <laughs> oh, Buck, yeah. Buck. And I say, you know what? I was just better than him. I could, I could outrun this simple-minded fool. Yep. Because I am just that good. Indeed you are. I slightly get off on that. <laughs> oh, lovely image. <laughs> lovely, nice. lovely image. I was so glad we could end this special episode of Brindlewood Bay of two separate flashbacks of women getting their rocks off. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks to Brad, Becky, and Travis for joining me on this special murder mystery episode of Brindlewood Bay. And thanks for our audience for listening. And stay tuned for more episodes coming soon. Thank you and good night.